0: Yo, Sean. Yep. You remember how last week we had to defend ourselves saying that we weren't, you know, big, hardcore Microsoft fanboys? Because we've been ripping on Sony for quite a bit, huh?
1: Yeah, I I lost a little bit of sleep about it, I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, so for anyone who thinks that we're just going to suck on the teat of Phil Spencer and his Xbox team, uh, you guys are in for a treat because... Hey, uh, did you get an Xbox One pre-order? I did, did you? Yeah, but barely. And I know a lot of people who didn't. And for that, today's episode is going to be a big, long, juicy, fuck you to Microsoft
1: your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene On Screen Podcast with your host, Sean and David. Welcome, welcome to the Scene On Screen Podcast. It's me, Sean and David, the people's choice, because he's no longer a champion in my eyes.
0: Wow, that yeah. hurt, man.
1: You've been knocked off your pedestal. You have what to your. What did I do?
0: What did I do to be knocked down the, well, people's choice, pedestal?
1: Um, it's not what you did; it's how you did it. You forgot to text me good morning this morning, and that is just unacceptable.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, What's- BB. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, we've got kind of a shit sandwich to uh, go over today. We've got some good Microsoft and some bad Microsoft.
0: Yeah. And it was funny because like the good stuff that Microsoft, or I wouldn't necessarily, well, yeah, I would say it's good because I think in the long run, it'll be good for everyone, but it was a big surprise to everyone right before the shit show. Thanks to Microsoft.
1: Yeah. Do do you think the, uh, the announcement they made the other day was, was what tipped it? And there were people were like, fuck, I need a, an Xbox series X. Today. Um,
0: Maybe yes and maybe no.
1: So let's talk about the big announcement. Microsoft has purchased everything. No. Once again, if you guys remember to last year's E3, Microsoft showed off what seemed to be an endless line of developers that they had purchased, and they dug deep into their pockets the other day. Spent a cool $7.5 billion, like Dr. Evil money, mm-hmm. on Xenomax Entertainment. And uh, for those who don't know what Xenomax makes. Or for um, American
0: friends, it's Xenomax.
1: Yeah, well, Xenomax. Xenomax's um, <laughs> biggest product or biggest developer that they own is Bethesda. They own some nice, tiny little shops too. But they own Bethesda, and this news shook the gaming world, and it freaked the hell out of Sony um, fanboys everywhere. I like when I (laughs) I saw some tweets about it, and I just I kind of went on the internet. I was just like, oh man, I really hope this uh, this means like Skyrim (laughs) two coming to Xbox exclusively. I I
0: think it was like a lot of the PlayStation fans were. I could just see them doing the Michael Scott, the no, please, God, no, (laughs) you know, them.
1: Yeah. Michael sees Toby and freaks out. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. um,
0: It, it was a big, massive surprise that I don't think anyone saw coming. Like it was announced just kind of like on a whim, right?
1: Yeah. Um, It was, yeah, there was no rumors. There was no whispers. It was just, boom, Microsoft bought this. Phil Spencer's just sitting at home with his new Bethesda coffee table.
0: Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that a lot of people are like, oh no, like this is awful. Microsoft is going to ruin all these games and, you know, all this stuff. And it's funny because the longest thing is, or the longest running criticism that everyone uses against Microsoft and Xbox is that they don't have any games, <laughs> but now they literally have so many more games. Um, and, and they
1: bought big franchises the yeah, other day,
0: the whole things, all of them, you name a franchise, Microsoft um, probably owns it. Peppa pig. Yeah. Microsoft owns it.
1: Oh, there there you go. Uh, <laughs> the, the one thing I think I, I've taken away from this and I've kind of thought backwards is, Look at Fallout 76 and how terrible what it was. I mean, they've done a lot to like improve it and they've given it a quality of life. Much like when Sony had No Man's Sky for itself. And then it kind of opened up to everybody and got better. The one thing I will say is if you look back to the last few E3s, Microsoft and Bethesda were already in cahoots a little bit. It was like, oh, coming to Xbox, you get this oh, we're going to demo this on Xbox. We're going to do this on Xbox. I know Sony fans, especially right now, there are some titles coming out that uh, that I don't think they're willing to let go of. And they have some exclusives coming out to, for some of their stuff as well. But when, the three biggest franchises right now that are out there mm-hmm. that people are concerned about are Elder Scrolls Online. The next Fallout game might be exclusive, and this generation's new Bethesda IP is called Starfield, I believe.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: That's launching in twenty one or twenty two, or it's supposed to. Could you imagine if Microsoft was like, you know what, you guys can keep your Thor, or, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and your Final Fantasy. We'll just uh, we'll take this big old Bethesda game. I'm I'm. I'm shocked. Still,
0: well, so here's the thing: is like a lot of people were um, concerned that Microsoft is going to pull everything from Sony, like any of the exclusives and stuff like that, or not even exclusive, just make them exclusive to the place or to the Xbox. And I think it's going to be the complete opposite because games that were originally exclusive for the playstation 5 such as that one game that's coming out it starts with a d what's it called
1: which which game are you talking just gaia
0: no there's a game that, may it, cry no dishonored just not it's not dishonored just the one where there's the the agents and the time loop thing
1: oh why can't oh death loop it's no longer Deathloop. exclusive it's on everything right?
0: so that's the thing it was originally an exclusive playstation 5 game and asterisk npc but Microsoft made it so that it was going to come out on the Xbox. It was, I think now it's a timed exclusive on the PlayStation five. Um, and so this is good. This is a great thing because what this means is that more people will be able to play this game without having to buy another system. And one thing that I've, been saying for the last few months is that with, so, or with Microsoft adding all of these games and like EA Play to um, Game Pass and adding all of their like first party titles launch day. There's, you know, and we've said m- many times that you can buy an Xbox series console and not have to buy any games if you have Game Pass because all the, the launch titles will be there day one. But now they've said that they're adding, um all of the Bethesda made games or like not Bethesda, but like any of those like parent companies. So like ID um, Bethesda whole bunch of other ones. I forget what they are. Cause there's like you, a, an umbrella. Are you,
1: are you talking about arcane studios?
0: Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: Machine games, which both arcane and machine make um, well arcane makes dishonored and Wolfenstein and arcane's made Deathloop.
0: Yeah, so any, any of these games though, they're since they're owned by Microsoft, they're going to show up on Game Pass day 1. Right? It like, still
1: says on the wiki though, it's just PlayStation 5 and Windows.
0: Yeah, they just I'm surprised that hasn't updated because I I did read a few articles that uh, Microsoft has decided that or ha- stated that um Deathloop is going to be coming to Xbox at a later date.
1: Deathloop and Ghostwire Are going to now be timed PS5 console exclusives. There you
0: go. (laughs) Um, So, this is funny because, like, there's all these PlayStation 5 users that are, or Sony fans that are just, they're pissed about this, right? Because if there's one thing that people love is having games that someone else can't play for some reason. I never really quite understood that.
1: That's because the gaming community is fucked.
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually quite toxic. Um, but with the purchase of ZeniMax, Microsoft has really opened up the... Uh, m- not market, but the opportunity for people to have the opportunity to play these games regardless of what system they're using minus Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I got into a slight argument with someone on the other day saying like oh this is bad news microsoft is going to uh make everything xbox exclusive and yeah they very well could they very well could but my my guess is that they won't because think about it if they make something an xbox exclusive then sure they only get money from that system sales right but if a, a game is um If a game is multi-platform and Microsoft owns the parent company, then they're getting money from sales across all platforms.
1: Yeah, and Microsoft in general, like no company makes money by giving shit away. But if Microsoft owns the company and it goes, I'm going to put this on Game Pass while Sony um, players still have to pay for the game, there's still always making money. This is just smart business. They're going to make this money back in no time.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Crazy. And I could
0: see them making doing what Sony does and making timed exclusives for games, Mm -hmm. you know, which is fine, but ultimately, the game's going to come out on another platform, and it's going to be opened up to other people, which the only thing that this is doing is making it better for the gamers. And again, you know, like some people will say like, well, Microsoft isn't doing this for for the gamers, right? They're just doing this for their wallet. Absolutely 100,000%. Yes, they are doing this to get more money. But if they were Sony, I guaranteed Sony would be saying, you know what, like we own this company, the next Wolfenstein game, PlayStation exclusive. Next Dishonor game, PlayStation exclusive. You know what oh, you're totally right. Elder Scrolls 6, PlayStation exclusive. Because that is what Sony has all is all about. The, the exclusive games, because they put a ton of money into their studios that make their single player games. But here's the thing without those single player games that Sony is like pushing tons of money into to make these high quality games. And I'm not saying that they're bad games. Like it's, the games that have come out on the PlayStation 4, like the first party or second party games are phenomenal. Um
1: I feel a butt's coming. But <laughs> there it is.
0: Sony is all about the exclusive games. Um Final Fantasy 7 remake for example. It's coming out on Xbox, but they've paid money to have it a PlayStation exclusive, like a timed exclusive. Um for the longest time, you know, the, all of these single-player games have a lot of the the best single-player games come out on PlayStation. There's no doubt about that, but that's it. Like, there's no long longevity to the games because once you play the single-player mode, once you play the story and you get through all the DLC, then the game just sits and collects dust, yeah. right? So I've noticed that with the... With the Xbox, you have a more variety of online games. whereas with the PS4, if you're a patient gamer, if you're a bargain bin gamer, you know you can pick up a lot of great games, you know six months, not, not sometimes even like four months down after release for a significantly reduced price. So all this is doing is that it's Microsoft now owns a huge, huge company another one. Right. And
1: another one. Yeah. Right.
0: And, um, now all they're doing is making it. It's kind of like solidified that these games will never be PlayStation exclusive, right? They're going to be multi-platform. Um, or if anything, it's going to be Xbox and PC, right? It's mm-hmm. really no different than PS4, f- PS5 and PC, right? um,
1: this is no different than what they've done. Like Sony's done with like Naughty Dog, Kojima. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, there was ah, fuck it. So yeah, Naughty Dog and Kojima. MLB the show, which they just lost the rights to having. They've lost like well, did Sony. They lose,
0: did they lose the rights to that or did they just open up to publish on because that's Santa Monica's Santa Monica Studios. Um so I think they just expanded their their horizons on that one and that's a smart I like a smart move because for the show is a prime example. The baseball games that have come out on the Xbox are, are terrible, ter- awful, terrible games. And I bought one once like 3 years ago, never again. But now the show's coming out and it's going to be f- phenomenal because there's a set standard it's one of the best baseball sims next to ken griffey jr baseball on the super nintendo yeah but yeah like it's just this is a, a big move for microsoft it's a big move against sony 100 um, i wouldn't be surprised if there was talks from sony to buy ZeniMax, right and if microsoft just went in it was like okay here here's a check You
1: want to know what companies...
0: There's a seven and a five. How many zeros do you want behind there?
1: Uh, We're going to stop a million. Here are just some of the big companies they own, okay? So they own and have exclusive publishing rights from these first-party IPs. Insomniac Games, creators of, like, Spyro the Dragon, which does end up eventually on, like, the Switch and Xbox. But these are the exclusive rights that they have before other people can get a crack. So Insomniac makes Spyro, Ratchet, the Clank, uh, Ratchet and Clank, The Resistance, and Spider-Man. And you know what? I hope to hell. I hope to hell. Aside from uh, Vault Boy being available on Super Smash Brothers, I hope that Vault Boy becomes an exclusive character, and you can't use it on Sony because fuck you about Spider-Man. I'm sorry, right? Naughty, <laughs> Naughty Dog, Crash Bandicoot. Again, a lot of these exclusives end up on the Switch. Jack and Daxter, Uncharted, The Last of Us. They own Bend Studios, which is Siphon Filter, The Resistance, again. Um, and they also built Days Gone, San Diego Studio, MLB Show, NBA Series. They built a bunch of sports games, a bunch of uh, smaller games as well. They also own Sucker Punch Studios that's infamous goes to Tsushima. And the thing like, is, is like all
0: of these games and these studios make fantastic games, but you know, you, you mentioned Spider-Man, um, you know, oh, for, karma's coming
1: back for him hard. And that's
0: the thing is like for just for the Avengers game, making Spider-Man only available on the PlayStation system, you know, now, that divided the the gaming community already. You know, cuz you have all these Sony fanboys that are like, "Haha, fuck you, Microsoft, like Xbox players." Uh and then you have people that are like, "Seriously? That's a shooting move from Sony, right?" So yeah. I can see Microsoft doing little things like that. Sure, why not, right? Like it's they can. My, Sony's been doing sh- shit like that for decades. Um and uh I I just think that I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of speculation going around on what's going to happen. But ultimately, I think that we're going to see little, maybe little jabs here and there. But for the most part, you're not going to see a major change in almost anything other than that. There's going to be less PlayStation exclusives from these studios, right?
1: You are going to see a little bit more. Xbox exclusives for the first time in a while. But it's different now. The the landscape seemingly changed earlier this week. And How I didn't so. think it well. I mean, fundamentally it's probably the same in regards to IPs that are already out, right? It only mm-hmm. affects the future of gaming and the generation ahead of us we know that um, bethesda has another attempted fallout coming out we know starfield's coming out and we've been told that within the next four years we'll see another skyrim slash elder scrolls they still have elder scrolls online which is massive they have Morrowind, wind which is massive um, for all intents and purposes now fallout 76 does really well on servers
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a lot of Micro current, micro transactions as well that are now going directly into Microsoft's pocket. It's passing through a bunch of channels, but like as of what was it Tuesday or Monday, the landscape for who was paying what company changed. Dollar for dollar, that money is now going to Microsoft. Philly Spencer and the boys are having a good day. Where the landscape for me has shifted is now what have you done for me lately? Mm. You want want Sony to back off on some of their bullshit with their exclusive games and Spider-Man as an example, which is probably going to be leveraged at some point. But you've got to think maybe Sony is like, Sony's a little brother that keeps attacking the older brother and the older brother is just waiting and learning the attack pattern and learning the attack pattern and finally strikes back and hits hard.
0: Yeah, by showing naked... Photos of him at his wedding, with the pretty much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we're in a situation right now where Sony's going to be like, oh, look at this muscle over here. We got an exclusive. Look at this muscle over here." Like people rolled out of those that Sony presentation, being like, "Oh my god, this game, that game, this game, that game. Oh, it's so much. Death Proof looks amazing. Suck it, so uh, Microsoft." And then Microsoft was like, "Not so fast." But that's all Microsoft did that was good this week because they had a rough week too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do that right away, or do you want to get into the, the nuts and? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll get into that. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I had to argue with myself there for a second. So, as many of you guys know, David and I were preparing to pre-order for Xboxes. Our original avenue in which we thought we would be able to pre-order didn't work out because it was a smaller mom-and-pop shop, and they were allocated zero copies, which is unfortunate. And We uh, we searched online, and a lot of our favorite smaller places, unfortunately, didn't get any Xboxes. Mm -hmm. The the big three got them. It was, in Canada anyways, it was Walmart, Best Buy, and EB Games Stop. Well, Um, well...
0: Walmart, Best Buy, EB Games, The Source by Circuit City. Um, you mean The
1: Source by Bell? By oh Bell.
0: yeah, because it was oh, it was purchased by Bell a while ago, um, and Amazon. Did I say See, anything? I don't
1: I don't consider Amazon because it's online fulfillment from an American company. Fair enough. But the three bricks oh, like, or four bricks and mortar essentially got it.
0: But yeah, it's essentially it. the larger the larger retailers in Canada got them. Yeah. And it turned out that all of like the smaller stores, um, especially some of like the smaller game store specifics, specific game stores. So like, you know, one of our favorites to go to is the MicroPlays throughout the, the province. Right.
1: Yeah. They're um, great stores in most cases.
0: Uh, and even some other, you know, smaller stores that maybe like computer stores and stuff like that, that would, carry um consoles and whatnot they either got one or two or none like you had said so i remember a little while ago i had mentioned to some people you know if a store is taking pre-orders before the official pre-order date or if they're promising making promises that can uh that you know you're going to get one that there's a good chance that it wasn't going to happen and who was right this
1: guy,
0: no. <laughs> it's frustrating because I know that, like you know, we were both kind of banking on getting ours from a smaller game store yeah. uh, because we, we are the kind of people that we like to give our support to these smaller stores because they are um, a big cornerstone of a lot of communities, right? They, mm-hmm. um, but Hey, I had to get mine through Amazon and I got mine had- through Best Buy. Through Best Buy right and it was I think it was um, lucky that I even got mine because the Best Buy website was just completely bogged down nothing was loading people had to order it using the French page because the English site wasn't working um, and so the funny thing is like all these people were ordering stuff through the French Best Buy website because you know they're it was actually loading, um, and then that started slowing down because people started catching wind of that. Um, I think I was list. I was in the checkout, the cart for probably about like twenty five minutes, and it just kept reloading, saying that there's an error to try again. Reloading error, try again, and mm-hmm. I just eventually gave up. Um, I could see some stocks info online, and it looked like Best Buy had approximately seventeen thousand, more or less. Um, when pre-orders opened up, I think it was like 17,500 plus or minus, you know, 50 or 60. Um, and so it was steadily selling out or going down, but because the website was so slow, you know, it, I think it took longer to sell out than it, than it, um, should have.
1: Yeah, I think Um, I was in line for like 20 minutes online. Uh, Walmart, apparently
0: people were having the best luck with Walmart. Um, which is surprising because Walmart is also their online store is notoriously known for being bad. Uh, source, same idea, you know, slow, went out of stock pretty quickly. And for the longest time, it was probably about like an hour, and there was no listing on Amazon, the Canadian Amazon website, which was yeah. like, what the fuck? And then I heard some rumors and some posts, people saying like, oh, i Uh, Rep said that Amazon's not going to be selling starting pre-orders until the 29th, which didn't make any sense. And then um, out of nowhere, saw a message saying that it was up on Amazon and went in, thank God for like saved payment and shipping options and everything like that. Cause I went in, managed to pre-order one and I would say within five, 10 minutes it was sold out. It was out of stock on Amazon, which is ridiculous, right? Like, so here's the thing is like a lot of people didn't get the, xbox system and i'm gonna pull this up because last time i checked it was stupid but kijiji again you know people are scalping um xbox
1: well i sent you that message somebody was trying to sell it for 900 bucks
0: well people are selling let's see xbox series x
1: Like, don't pre-order it if you're gonna be this guy
0: so, yeah, here we go. Deposit required. Now what they're doing, re- deposit are required. $900 for a Series X. $780 for a Series X. Two available. As soon as they're in hand, can show proof of purchase. $850. Um, someone selling an Xbox One. $1,000. <laughs> $1,000. $1, 900
1: And a lot of these have got to be scams too, right?
0: Well, and that's the thing. It's like this guy's saying, "Oh, deposit required." Well, you know what? Just because, just because you say that you have a pre-order, and I'm going to give you a hundred bucks. Sure, I'll give you a hundred dollar deposit. But what's to say that you are not using a burner phone number, um, or delete the listing, or actually sell it to someone else afterwards or cancel your pre-order. Now you have money. Like there's no guarantee that you're not just going around collecting deposits from other people. And I could make up a fake email saying that I have a, a confirmation for an Xbox and be like, yeah, oh yeah, like guaranteed I'll give it to you.
1: Seems like something you would do, but go on.
0: It seems like something I would not do because I'm a good Samaritan. I would sell one for seven fifty. dollars because it's lowballing everyone else. No, I so it's just stupid. I was seeing these online on Kijiji for, you know, $1200 just for the pre-order and stuff like that's like this is a problem. And people are saying that bots bought up a lot of the the stock as well. There's no way to actually know for sure if it was bots if it was just people using multiple addresses um browsing the red flag deal form page about it you know people were saying oh yeah i ordered two oh i got three and and the problem is that everyone can say oh yeah i got it for my cousin one for my uncle but it's like are you are you just saying that because that's like the easy way out you know i don't know it was a mess it was a, it was almost as bad as the playstation 5
1: And Um, I uh, I say uh,
0: that, and I only say that because there was, you could tell that there was stock, but the way that websites were loading and everything, it just made it almost impossible to get one. And then on a website where it did work, it sold out almost instantly.
1: The my like, I know our morning started off really, really rough because you and I found out really quickly. Like you were gonna do our pre-order, and that's because you were available. I wasn't, and I like I messaged you. I think at like nine thirty. It's like holy shit, man! The line here for EB is bigger than the PS5s. I was like, I don't know how many they're gonna have. And I walked over at like eleven thirty, maybe, and they were like already sold out. I was like, holy shit! And I messaged you shortly after you found out that. We weren't able to get at the store that we were trying to. And you and I both frantically started looking for Xboxes. Yeah. I, I'm kind of disappointed that I'm going to have to wait for the mail. So now I have to be off all day just to wait for the mail. But I, know, I right? can't wait. It's shipping from a Best Buy, and there's a Best Buy across the street. So I'm assuming it's going to make it to the store, and then somebody's going to drive it over in a van. I
0: don't think so. I think it gets delivered from like Canada Post or something.
1: Either way, I don't. The, my only concern is because I bought it at Best Buy, I now feel like I have to buy the the warranty, which is not terrible for a replacement of a, or a console. So, that's like my latest struggle. Oh. See,
0: I'm just disappointed because we, we had some big plans for launch day. Huge. Oh. Plan. We were going to make this, and this was for all of you, all of our listeners out there yeah we were gonna do uh
1: we don't a we don't on- have to spoil it we can still, still do it
0: we still can but we were gonna make like a three-day event of it it was gonna be like a the lead up you know the night before christmas kind of thing you know super excited sleepover, tickle fight stuff like that play some xbox games before we throw the xbox out the window uh then we were gonna go to the line get our xbox once it opens up And then do like a live unboxing, all that stuff, which we still can. I think we're still planning on it, but it might be like at five in the afternoon because that's when (laughs) anything's delivered, right? Um, But yeah, no, it kind of threw a wrench into our plans because we were pretty excited about this. Um, And all because the store that we were getting ours from or was going to pre-order from um, was only got two allotted two systems, one Xbox series X and one Xbox series S, which is bullshit. Um, we saw the, what was it? The Markham microplay? It
1: had zero, and Or,
0: n- or new yeah, market got zero. New market got zero. I saw some photos from like EB games where they had two systems of each. So it's like, okay, hold up. Like, is it, only online retailers that are getting getting these massive stocks. Because like, guaranteed you couldn't go into a, um, a source and pre-order it there. They'd tell you to do it online, right? Um, so, like, the in-store allotment from a lot of the EB games are, were pretty low as well. It was all online, which is kind of weird. Kind of backwards way of doing it. And I understand, you know, actually, now that I think about it, maybe they did that on purpose because we are still in pandemic times. Um, Maybe having it only or primarily online pre-orders was a way that Microsoft was gracing us with the not having to go outside, not having to risk getting sick before their new system comes out. But I highly doubt that. But I I don't know. Remember the good old days when you would have to wait in line in hopes to get a system? There's no pre-order system. It was first come, first serve.
1: Yep, I remember. I remember
0: remember waiting in line for the Wii at Best Buy. We waited out there for almost a day, just over a day. It was great. We left that with some amazing friends, great memories, and it was fucking cold. Uh, Why can't we do that again? I would go. I would go and wait out in line for another system be and and cheer on that first person in line, you know, as they've been there for four days. Waiting. Well,
1: this is somewhat breaking news um, for the podcast, but EB Games, as of September 25th, so before, I mean, we will be releasing the podcast on the 25th, so good luck. Um, they're getting another allotment of PS5s.
0: How much? We don't know. And I think it's funny because their announcement doesn't even say a time. It just says, uh, will be PS5s will be made available to pre-order in store tomorrow and late tomorrow morning at ebgames.ca. So they don't even give a time because that's the thing, is like people who run these bots and stuff like that, they just have them monitor websites for a specific time. And I think that's what happened with um some of the Xbox stuff that's or yeah, with Xbox. Cause everyone knew that like 11 AM that's when it was going on. Now they're just like, yeah, you know what? 9 37 AM. Let's so here's open the up. Crazy the, thing is
1: the comments under this are just are phenomenal. Dear EB games, Canada, you've done it again. It's irresponsible to have people gather and wait in line for a chance to get a game console. They're probably not going to get during a pandemic. Make them available online. Hopefully, everybody that wants one gets one. Whew. People are like, yo, this is stupid. I'm going to go line up, possibly get COVID to maybe get a console? Great. I'm confused. I called EB, and they said they were not informed about PS5 pre-orders. And now tomorrow, they got no clue? Okay, shady shit here. Um, boy, I'm coming, I'm coming in fresh off the line from my night shift at the hospital. Please let me skip the line. <laughs> Somebody just replies... No jokes. If you are at my store, I'll let you go up ahead. Oh, cool. That's nice. They're at least trying to recover. Microsoft yeah. ripped on Sony. Just blasted them.
0: Which is funny because Microsoft then turned around and the same fucking thing happened.
1: Except Almost. they didn't have. Uh, they didn't have nearly the bad online launch that Sony did.
0: No, that's true, because they actually gave everyone an announcement when it was going to happen. And the funny thing is is that I saw the pre-orders go out for the PS5 on Best Buy website. I had it in my card. I even sent you a picture, right? Where it's like, oh, this is the total amount. If I wanted, I could have pre-ordered one, no problem, and be like, oh, okay. But I didn't.
1: Well, a little birdie told me you're considering possibly pre-ordering it anyways.
0: Nah, it's not going to happen.
1: Oh, so that little birdie was a liar? Yeah. I'm going to break that birdie's neck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. just (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll, we'll live stream that one.
1: Yeah. No,
0: it's this whole, the whole Xbox and PlayStation pre-order kerfuffle. It's a, a big shit show. And regardless of how it was done, When they were released, I think it was going to turn out the same way. Websites were going to crash, um, and people were not going to be happy about whether or not they got one. Or people were going to be like, oh, I got seven, because fuck all y'all, right? I think the big problem with Microsoft's one is that they have completely and not even – they didn't even like really respond to it because I know that there's been some tweets out to them. And I know that there's been some, a lot of voices complaining about this, but they completely ignored the smaller retailers. Yeah. And, and like, what does that say about Microsoft in this situation that they only care about the retailers that will get them the most in sales? We know that Best Buy is, is one of the major and the largest um, retailers in Canada for electronics and stuff like that, right? Because there's no other, there's no real competition for them. There was a store back in the early thousands, two thousands, um, Future Shop, which was the, a direct competitor with Best Buy. Two different companies, and then eventually Best Buy bought Future Shop and shut them down. So now there is literally only the the biggest players in selling video games and stuff like that in Canada, Walmart, Amazon, and Best Buy. And Microsoft allocated what probably seemed to be about 90% of their inventory for the new systems to those three retailers. I would say that EB Games got the second highest amount, then the source, and then the the crumbs were given to smaller retailers like uh, MicroPlay. And now, granted, MicroPlay is a very small number of stores. I don't even know how many are in Ontario. Four. Four in Ontario. It's more of a like a Quebec thing as well, right?
1: But yeah, so, it's owned by Videotron, mm-hmm. I believe. But the there's two MicroPlays. I believe it's the Guelph and the Kitchener are owned by the same guy, and then Newmarket is independent and London is independent.
0: Yeah. So they've screwed over these smaller game stores, which have dedicated uh, clientele. Mm -hmm. And you know what this is going to do? It's going to hurt these smaller stores because this is just the start of it, where people who have gone to these stores that are regular customers, that they always like to give their business to these you know smaller game stores and i'm sure the same thing had happened in the united states and other provinces throughout canada but now if this is how the like if this is what microsoft has kind of set the precedence to be that these smaller stores aren't worthy enough to get enough stock to support
1: Oh, I'm I'm having a slight
0: technical issue. There you go. Big launch, big launch times, right? Yeah. Um, and I know, I know, I heard a story about uh, something that happened at uh, a store, a small game store, um, back at the Xbox launch, I think it was, and um, someone had come in and pre-ordered one. But because they didn't pick it up, and this is also bad on the, the store, but because they the store didn't get enough systems for all of the pre-orders, um, I guess someone accidentally sold the one that this person had pre-ordered to a, a customer that had, like, waited in line. And that turned into a big, big, huge mess and lost the customer, right? So now imagine people waiting in line to pre-order and then going to the store and be like, oh, yeah, you know what? We didn't get any. Well, then now me thinking like, okay, well, I was going to support the store, but they didn't get any. Clearly, you know, either something's on with the store and they didn't order any or they're not worthy enough in Microsoft sure. Sony's eyes to get stock. Well, I'm going to think twice about shopping there because – I want this system. I want this game at launch. And if I can't get it from my game store that I supported because Microsoft or Sony is not supporting them, then there's no choice but for me to not give them my business. Right? Because I can't.
1: It's tough because like, I think Microsoft also got into a situation where um, we're in a very different generation than we were seven years ago or eight years ago now. And what I mean by that is we are now in the, the prop culture where it's I've bought something. I should be able to immediately flip it because Gary V does it online. Mm -hmm. And going back to the example from last week, like when you and I talked about super Mario 3d all-stars, right? I like, I said to you, I was like, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a game like this sealed but you never know what's going to happen. It's not going to be a Nintendo Quest situation Mm -hmm. where 30 years down the road, somebody's being like, oh my God, I found the Switch game. It's just not going to be like that. Yeah. But the greed people have in going to a store and being like, buy my pre-order for $900. And people are calling people out on these things, but that's that's the world we live in now. And People immediately buy things up just to sell it because that's how you profit.
0: And that is also because there is a limit to the inventory because it is so difficult for people to get one on at launch, right? Because either their ordering systems go down like Best Buy um, or there's just not enough allocated. That's the thing is like they could have probably started pre-orders um, a month ago, right? And sure, they would have sold out the first day, but then that would have given Microsoft and Sony more time to allocate stores. So we could then you could say, okay, you know, what, like these smaller game stores, so like MicroPlay, the parent like Videotron, whatever companies it deals with, their suppliers can say, look, yes, we know we're small, like we're like a one percent compared to some of these other retailers, but we have enough pre-orders. For, you know, 400 systems. Can we get that? Sure. You know, You know. we see that there's the demand there and we have enough time to ship these units because pre-orders are not a month before the system launches. It this was just it was weird. It was stupid. And I think part of it was because both Microsoft and Sony waited so long to announce The price and release date because they were waiting for someone else to do it right um that they they screwed over gamers they screwed over smaller retailers and now the market is flooded with these people trying to sell pre-orders for a system that's not even out yet they're trying to sell a console that they don't even have for twice as much double what it's worth and i hope to god that People are not stupid enough to pay for that. You know, I know, I know there's a lot of people out there that n- make a good amount of money and paying a thousand dollars for a system that they could get for half the price if they waited like two weeks doesn't doesn't bother them because thousand bucks is nothing to them. But true. there's people that are also desperate though that can't necessarily afford it, but they're so desperate to get it on day one that they'll pay that stuff. And because it works and because people – this is why boycotts don't work um, against like, game companies unless you're against EA and Battlefront 2. That was pretty good. But most boycotts against games don't work because people are always going to buy it. Same thing happens every year about FIFA, Madden, NHL. There's always people calling to boycott it like, oh, they they ruined this. It's just in for the money. EA is the worst company in the world. Boycotted, boycott it boycott yeah i'm not gonna buy that game but then it still is a major massive seller yeah, yeah. frustrated. i am frustrated because i i think it's funny how you know we ripped on sony for the release of their system but guess what sony uh well pre-orders went out for started for the um, xbox earlier this week um same thing happened with the sony But Sony, within a day of their pre-order fiasco, they announced that they're going to allot more to retailers. They're going to do what they can to get more out there. Microsoft has been silent on the entire thing.
1: Yeah, they're not going to turn around and be like, you get an Xbox and you get an Xbox.
0: But that's how it should be. Remember when you could go into a store at the launch of the Xbox 360, the PS3, the Wii, you know, the GameCube, any of those old systems, you could go into a store on day one. The lineup could be 50 people, but all 50 people would get the system. Because stores were allotted that much. Now, it's like Sony and Microsoft are deciding who is worthy to get stock. It's just frustrating. It's annoying because who wins in this? Not the gamers. The scalpers do. And the, the big box retailers. Jeff. Bezos or whatever has enough money.
1: You just gave him money by getting yours too. Well, cause I had
0: no option. I had no other choice. I would have got mine through Best Buy because that was the only place that at the time had it in stock, but because their website was so fucking slow and stupid and didn't work, I couldn't get it. And I just gave up. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Whatever. Not a big deal. And yeah, I, I would have rather not ordered through Amazon. I would have rather gone to my local game store down the street and picked it up there right cuz it's exciting especially for those smaller stores it's always like there's always that excitement in the air when you go and everyone's there for the same reason everyone's there and you know they're going to go get their new system get it home it's like christmas in july in november and it's just this you have this connection to everyone there the staff the other people buying the system just everything it's it's a great day but now November 11th, November 10th and 12th, a lot of these stores. it's like, okay, just business as usual, because we don't have any systems to sell. We don't have that excitement. You know, we're going to have calls. We're going to have people calling saying like, oh, do you get these, do you have these systems? Nope. Sorry. Didn't get any. Right. And, and that is only bad for business. How how many times have you called a store because you've been looking for something and they just don't have it in stock, never have it in stock, you know, and then eventually you just stop going to that store because that store becomes lower on your priority list when you're looking for a specific product that even though that they specialize in that, even though that's what they sell, if they never have it in stock, you're not going to even think about going there. And there's a dozen stores – there's, there's a bunch of stores that are like that for me. And it's just because of this, the constant like, oh, you know what? We only ever get one or two. And I run into that a lot with board games. And well, you, last time we were at uh, J&J's, right? I asked for a game called The King's Dilemma. Ha, 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 But he actually laughed <laughs> because – He's
1: like, oh, you were serious.
0: Yeah, I'm serious. And he's like, that game – it's so popular we'll get like four or five and they sell out within the day and granted you know anytime we've gone to that store i found something so that's not going to stop me from going there but there's other like board game stores and stuff like that that i would shop at regularly that after a while like they just didn't have the games um they just didn't have the games that i was looking at or they were always out of stock right so then eventually you stop Stop shopping there. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how. This launch console. Affects smaller retailers. Um, or. If Microsoft. Is even going to address the issue. Of the their stock allotment. Um, I think the best thing. That we can do as gamers. Is to push them on the subject matter. Tweet Xbox Canada. Or Xbox. USA. Xbox UK tweet Phil Spencer uh, and, and just keep getting on it and be like, okay, what's going on with the allotment? why did you guys just give it to three, the three major retailers? All right. I guess target would, would be one of the United States, but it, it's the same thing that happened to Sony. And I think it's just funny that Microsoft ripped on Sony for so long after the launch of the PS five and, things turn around and it's like no different. It's like, it's like the Kmart version of something.
1: (laughs) I don't, maybe my final thought on this would be maybe Microsoft's actually trying to control the market. Yes. Scalpers are going to be out there, but if they slowly release it into the market, it's going to drive down the price of the scalped items. Like I remember when the PS4 came out, you didn't see them. There was just a plentiful amount available. And Xbox isn't doing a special day one console to our knowledge. So maybe they're just trying to slowly release it. Who knows? Do you want to know what's releasing in October though, David? Do you? Do you?
0: Can we just, before we get into that. Sure. is this big announcement. This Is it
1: a massive announcement?
0: Yeah, it's massive. It's Amazon. Amazon. It's Amazon oh. massive. Did you see the send the link I just sent you? Uh, where did you send it? This is breaking news. Apparently, Amazon today announced mm. that they are getting into the cloud gaming p- platform. They're releasing a platform called Luna, which is going to compete with. Uh, from the looks of it, it's going to compete with things Stadia. such as Google Stadia, PlayStation Now, and. Xbox Game Pass, but it's all going to be streaming. Which is quite interesting. Um, says, they say that there'll be 100 games available via the Luna Plus channel, including Resident Evil 7, Control, Panzer Dragoon, A Plague Tale Innocence, The Surge 2, yooka Grid, so lots of like these Xbox um, games as well, like games that are on Game Pass. They're releasing their controller, which looks exactly, Very much so. <laughs> exactly like the Xbox one controller. Actually the exact like the Xbox series controller. Holy shit.
1: Oh my that God. Is
0: so funny. It is literally the exact same controller. That's funny. Uh, it's going to have Twitch integration, which no surprise. Um, The service will be available for an introductory price of $5.99. I'm going to assume that's U.S. dollars a month during its early access phase, which gives subscribers the ability to play Luna Plus channel games across two devices simultaneously and offers 4K 60 FPS resolution for select titles.
1: And they're going to have launch titles like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Far Cry 6. And Immortals Phoenix Rising. So they have a deal with Ubisoft.
0: Yeah, interesting. So this is uh, pretty big news. I know that Stadia hasn't garnered as much speed and support as um, Google had hoped. Um, I think maybe because of the high introductory price of that. Um, But yeah, this is something that's going to definitely be looked into. What is really interesting, though? I think that stands out the most about this is that for the one price per month, you can have two separate streams going on. Ooh. So you could potentially sign up for an Amazon account just to subscribe this, to subscribe to this and share it with someone. Interesting.
1: I'm interested. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Maybe. Oh. All right, so everybody's favorite game is Back and Ready for Action. Obviously, we are going to go with the uh, pre-order. We are going to go with our review, or wait for it to be reviewed, Bargain Bin and Hard Pass. Uh, There's about 15 titles here. We'll do them as uh, diligently as possible, but we want to make sure that you guys are getting the best information from us total. So we're going to start off with Super Mario Bros. 35 for the Nintendo Switch.
0: That's I a free game. Comes,
1: I believe it comes with free, so you'd be uh, silly not to take it.
0: You need um, the uh, X, or the Xbox Online. You need Nintendo Online to uh, to play it, but it looks cool. Yeah. It's like Tetris ninety nine.
1: Now, the next game on our list. Is- Hold on, when does that come out? Which
0: Mario thirty fifth anniversary? Octo-
1: October first. Oh shit. October
0: 1st, you know what I'm doing on October 1st? Picking your notes. Actually, probably. I'm, I'm going to be crying into my my study, <laughs> my textbooks and my notes and stuff like that.
1: It's Wait gonna, a second. going to be bad. Wait a second. October 2nd, okay? There's two titles coming out. Some stupid thing named Star Wars and crash, Band- crash Bandicoot 4 it's about time is that not the one that they just showed off in their presentation where you could like go into the monochromatic world
0: i thought it was wasn't that coming out for ps5 as well
1: yeah and ps4 and xbox 1 oh interesting i did not know it was dropping on xbox um that like crash games are always a bargain binner, but i'm rather excited to play it now that i know that i can yeah. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. I'll probably bargain bin that one, though, which is because, meh.
1: Star Wars Squadrons for the PS4, Xbox, and obviously the later generations, but this is October, so we're playing Where She Lies. Um, I really could care less. <laughs> I honestly, sorry. I just, I, whatever. That's
0: fair. It's a flight sim. Um, I don't know. I'm going to wait for reviews on that one.
1: I it's probably will. A-
0: I'll probably wait until like Christmas or something like that. Ask, ask for the Santa Claus to bring it to me.
1: Ooh. Uh, Uh, what about FIFA 21? Yeah. You interested in that?
0: You know what? If I could care any less, I would.
1: Same. I'm not a big FIFA fan. It's one of EA's biggest franchises. It's going to be as good as it always is with no changes. Um, there's a few cool games coming out on the 13th. We have GI Joe operation blackout. I was kind of interested from the first trailer to see what this could become. Um, this is going to be like a heavy review slash bargain binner for me. I do want to try it, but, um, not rushing to do it. I'll see it in like 2022 for like $5 and buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow, sorry, I just totally mind blank. There's two big ones coming out on October 16th. We have NHL 21 for the PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PS5. Meh. Uh, I've already pre-ordered it as a huge hockey fan. I will play that game every year, even though it's terrible. I don't learn anything, and EA always gets my money. See, this is why boycotts don't work. Yeah, um, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit for the Nintendo Switch. I need to see it get played. Like, I, until I can, like, physically try it, I just don't have enough interest to see, like, I, like, could I drop money on the game and the peripherals? You know it's going to sell out right away.
0: Yeah. I don't think I have enough. You might have enough space in your, your place to set up, like, a, a tiny track in there. Uh, I know I definitely don't have enough space. But it is pretty cool. It would be cool to set that up outside.
1: Mm-hmm
0: right? You can do some cool stuff there, but you know, Canada, we're, we're starting to get into our shitty weather, right? And it's going to be like that until next March. So I don't know. It. I'm interested. I'm intrigued by how it actually works. I think it's a cool proof of concept. I think Nintendo is doing what Nintendo does best and pushes new boundaries because um, essentially what it is, it's a augmented reality with Out using vr and it's remote play
1: yeah but there are like little there has to be some sort of battery pack inside even if it's like a little led and a a watch battery so that it can communicate to build those gates we'll see how it goes yeah definitely see how it goes
0: depends on the price but i'm i'm intrigued by it um my guess though is that it'll sell like hot cakes at launch because everyone's going to want it, especially around Christmas time. Uh, and then it's just going to sit on shelves and I'm going to be lucky and buy it in six months for like 20 bucks. Like the few labo kits that I bought.
1: Um, a toy set featuring Mario and another set featuring Luigi will include their respective dryers or drivers, sorry, four gates, arrow signs and a charging cable. These were all announced shortly after the Nintendo direct. And it will launch for a price of $99. That's actually not too bad. America.
0: US dollars, $130 Canadian.
1: Do you get a remote control car? Sure, why not? Um, The only other two games that are popping off the screen right now for me are um, on October 30th, we have Pikmin 3 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch.
0: Ah yes Exactly one year from the release of Luigi's Mansion 3 which they Built up and then promptly Forgot about the day after because nobody Who cares about Halloween and
1: after. The month Of Luigi
0: um, Pikmin 3 I'm on the fence about this one I like it I thought the game was great I And um, I haven't beaten it so it's be A good opportunity to beat it uh, play it again be a good opportunity to get the girlfriend to play it um obviously it's not going to be a hard to find game like most nintendo first party games they keep making them for forever so i think i'm going to wait for this one to go on sale somewhere yeah.
1: the final game coming out is actually on the 29th i saved it for last solely because i know i will be getting it for launch it is watchdogs legion I've seen enough of it to be sold on it now. I'd still like to see some reviews, but I'm sold. The only thing I've committed to is I'm not going to actually buy it on the Xbox One launch. I'm going to buy it on the Series X launch. So it'll be the first game with the new branding for my console. What? Yeah. Like if there's a new packaging for the disc, I will have the Xbox Series X packaging opposed to the Xbox packaging
0: yeah i think it's just gonna have the xbox logo and say xbox on it with the band along the top that says xbox one x xbox series x
1: kind of hoping it says day one or something crazy
0: that would be nice but i feel like i feel like this generation there's not going to be day one which is unfortunate
1: so uh i guess that's it david we don't have anything really uh else to talk about or to tease or Really get anybody excited about you know? No,
0: except for that one thing that we were planning on doing.
1: Oh, you mean the thing?
0: Yeah, the the thing with uh, the futuristic thing and not having to like you could get a thing for doing a thing.
1: Should I? Should I tell them? Yeah, I guess. Okay. So before we go any further, we have a few announcements to make about the show. David and I have decided to go our separate No, I'm just kidding. Um, as We're getting of, married. As of this week, we are now moving all of our shows to Fridays um, to, to better be prepared for any news that's kind of coming out. We're noticing Thursdays a lot of news drops, and it's, just, it's very hard for us to keep the show relevant if we've done it on Wednesday. Additionally, we are moving to Friday so that if we do get into a situation where we are producing two episodes a week, it's better spread out. Mm-hmm. On the second note, keep this date in mind, everyone. October 15th, October 15th, we will be running a contest because we have acquired not one. But two copies of.
0: Uh, Corey in the house for the Nintendo DS.
1: It was. Yes, that was it. But no, uh, because you guys are such great listeners and. Everything, like we've been we've been growing, we've been having a lot of fun, there's been some interactions. Um, we've worked pretty hard to acquire these two copies of Cyberpunk 2077, and we're giving them away to you. We're not keeping them for ourselves, we were offered them to have for ourselves, but we want to give back. And we want to give to you guys, because you guys are the reason we continue to do this. So, um, we will be running a contest as of October 15th until um i want to say november 1st and
0: like we, we haven't figured out the exact run yeah. time but it's going to be at least it's going to be 2 to 3 weeks um and there's going to be multiple ways to enter we're going to have a chance to enter you can enter on our facebook page instagram and then each episode that we record during the weeks of the Contest. We're going to have a special keyword kind of like on the radio talk shows when you have to call in to like, listen to the word Texas number and you can win a chance to win. We're going to be having some sort of sweet, awesome keyword. And uh, what's going to happen is you're going to have up until the next episodes released to send us a direct message on Instagram or facebook with whatever it is that we told you to say you know maybe it might have been saying like david's the people's choice right um and then that will get you another entry so like there's just going to be lots of different ways to interact with us so that we can interact with you guys and ultimately two people are going to be very lucky and get their copy of cyberpunk 2077 for a do we have we have the, their choice of consoles right or is it going to be one? Yeah, it,
1: it, I think we're getting um, our choice. So we will tell the provider on the, I want to say the 19th or the 18th when it launches, we'll be like, we have we need a copy of this for so-and-so and this for so-and-so, and then we get what we want.
0: Yeah, so we're going to, uh, your choice, um, this is great. The more you, that you guys interact with us and the more that we kind of hear from you and you know, the more chances you get to win. And yeah, it's just, we've had, like Sean said, this has been a big year for us. We've grown a lot. We've learned a lot and we're loving the interactions that we're getting from our listeners. So this is our way of giving back, especially one of the most, probably one of the most anticipated games of the year of the last few years. And you might
1: not have to pay for it because you might receive a copy from us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll diminish its value by signing it.
0: I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 Maybe Sean will lick the disc or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we're going to have more details coming out in the next uh, few weeks with, you know, all of the legal requirements, um, which is pretty much just who can enter pretty much everyone. We don't care. We love you all. Um, But yeah, so in the next few weeks, we're going to have all of those details Um, so be sure to check us out on our Instagram and Facebook page for that. And, you know, we want to know what you guys have thought about Microsoft's release of the, or pre-orders for the Xbox series consoles. Uh, we want to know if you got one, if you plan on getting one, or if you just are going to wait for the stock to arrive in regular, regular inventory. So, but that's been our episode for today. That is everything we have to say and for myself and for my good friend Sean here we want to thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys next time on the scene and scene uh i mess it up again this is what it's happens
1: this is why you're not allowed to close the you show know,
0: you gave me it's cuz you're you're telling i'm i'm just think i can i can hear you in my head saying david don't fuck up and i fucked up
1: thanks everyone for listening <laughs> please please